Blog Talk Radio. If you look at how he's behaving today, 
that, you know, something else mental may be going on with Le'Veon. He pins this hurt. This has been a blessing to be here, to say the least. I've enjoyed every second in this short period and got a whole new meaning of what this city is like. It's a great place to be. I appreciate Eric DaCosta and John Harbaugh for the opportunity to be called a Raven. And then he went on his Twitter handle and hashtag a bunch of stuff that he's been called or that he's heard. Um, I'm going to read a couple of them out to you guys. I mean, he called himself... Wash, sell off, slow, bad rapper, wasted talent, clown, greedy, let down, old, overrated. And then he said, anything else I'm forgetting. Um, so I'm mm. not sure if he's trying to use this as like motivation or if he really is starting to hear what people are saying and is starting to get at him. Um, but if you're part of the Le'Veon Bell camp and you're around him, man, honestly, Somebody make sure he's okay. Like, the last thing we need is for <laughs> something bad to happen to him. You know, I, I, listen, I hated how he left my team. I hated how he left Pittsburgh. I personally uh, agree. Again, this is me personally. I agree with what he tagged himself. I mean, I don't think he's a good back anymore. I don't think he's a good rapper. But, you know, he, he's a person, and I don't want anything bad to happen to him. Um, the team, the call I didn't know he was nine, a rapper. Nine, nine, four, well, I mean, he he put out a couple albums, you know, put out, put out a couple things on YouTube. I mean, he and Antonio Brown decided to leave Pittsburgh and try to become rappers, and it, it, right. it, it, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, call the number 929-477-2759. The next thing I wanted to talk about uh, with you, Barry, before we started breaking down the week that was um, – was Cameron Newton, man. Cam Newton is back. And he made sure to tell everybody that he was, man. It, it was such an interesting situation for him. I like the way Matt Rule used him um, after signing on the dotted line a couple of days sooner. Uh, he got some run plays. He got some pass plays. He was an integral part of the Carolina Panthers' attack to literally dismantle the uh, injury-led Arizona Cardinals. What were your thoughts about watching the veteran Cam Newton show back up in Carolina, put on that number one jersey, and remind people that he's back? I mean, I guess you could say, you know, like T.T. would say, you know, took off the blazer, loosened up the tie, all that, you know, with the Superman crap, you know, but uh, villain. Um, Listen, um, everybody that kind of thought that it was a (laughs) – Everybody thought that was like a novelty act to bring him back uh, was sorely mistaken. Um, you know, we all knew he could still play. I think COVID played a part in him and his injury. He missed a lot of time the year before that. Uh, but everybody knew that, you know, he at his best he was an MVP caliber player. I was impressed, too, to your point, Sirius, how uh, Matt Rule and company used him in the offense. We, you know, got him a couple plays uh, designed specifically for him. I think um, Sam Darnold's time in in in, in uh, I guess Charlotte or uh, North or Carolina, wherever you want to call it, is over. Um, I don't see how you know he'll he'll get a starting job back even when he is healthy. Um, I did like what I saw from PJ, but I think uh, he'll be on a short lease. I think once uh, Cam kind of gets going, um, I look to have him as a starting quarterback in 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 Carolina. I know I noted it. I'm still working on my. Um, my waiver wire pickups for fantasy football on sportscitychefs.com. I know a lot of people like checking that out, uh, giving some fantasy advice. I wish my fantasy advice worked on my team because I lost by like point four points, dude. Point four points this week, series. Oh, you have wow. no idea. I had I had I had a Zuke, I had the uh, Rams defense, and I had gold going to get me points, and I just needed something out of one of them just to. Get, it was ter- terrible, but um. But here's the deal. I think he will be a good pickup for fantasy. I think he will be a starter by the end of the season because when you look at it, Carolina is very much in the playoff picture, right? Um, you know, especially with the extra game, right? 17-game mm-hmm. season. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, all they needed to do was, was get a couple wins. And I'm looking at this team um, serious, and I don't know if you disagree or agree. Um, they ha- still have a really good defense, uh, fast athletic defense that I've liked all year. And um, if they got McCaffrey back, they can run the ball. They can do a couple things with Cam. 
The, the receivers are still pretty solid. I think Robbie Gold had his best game coming back, you know, I mean, uh, for the season. Now that, that uh, Darnold's not there, you know, 37 yards, a uh, touchdown. So expect him to kind of build on that. They already have DJ Moore. This is, a, this is a team that can make a run and get into the playoffs, especially with that extra playoff spot. You know, here's the thing with the Carolina Panthers for me, man. Again, I do agree with because this is a team that can potentially get hot and go on a run. Um, and the thing is, if you look at their schedule going forward, um, they play – they got uh, they got Washington this week, which is a game that we're definitely going to talk about because Robert Rivera is coming back to, to Carolina. Cam Newton is just starting sure. quarterback in Carolina. You know, Curtis Samuel, former Carolina Panther, although he's injured. I mean, there's going to be a lot to talk about there. They play the Dolphins. They play the Falcons. In my opinion, these are three very winnable games that would drive their record to five, six, seven, eight, and five before they go on the road and play the Buffalo Bills. Um, And then the last four is pretty tough. You got the Bills, the Buccaneers, the Saints, and then the Bucks. So, you got, you know, some, mm-hmm. some tough people coming down the pipe. However, with that being said, if you can stack these chips um, and maybe catch a Saints team, which, you know, has their own issues at quarterback or whatever case may be, uh, the Buccaneers don't play nearly as good on the road as they do at home. Just ask Washington, who just snapped them in the mouth by, you know, 10-plus. Um, mm-hmm. Anything is possible. Um so it's going to be crazy to see what the Carolina Panthers do going forward. Um, but I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. There's a big game versus the, the Washington football team this week, and um, that, that, that's going to be interesting. I do want to make a, an adjustment here. Uh, according to what I'm reading from the Carolina Panthers, as of right now, Cam Newton is now the starting quarterback. He's been working with the ones. Uh, P.J. Walker is going to go back to his number two spot and thus officially, in my opinion, ending Sam Darnold's, you know, season as a starter. Um, I'm not too sure what's going to happen after this year. I'm not too sure what the specifics of his contract is. I I don't have that pulled up in front of me. However, with that being said, if Cam Newton goes out there and balls out, um, you're not going to be able to pull him. The city loves him. No, absolutely. the teammates that he had, you know, love him. Christian McCaffrey um, is a better player uh, because of him and, you know, the run-pass element, you know, are you going to key on Cam or are you going to key on uh, McCaffrey? My only issue, and, again, I said this on my social media platforms, Cam Newton still needs to become a better thrower of the football and to become a better reader of defenses um, to, of you know, literally take the next step. But with that being said, you have yourself for Christian McCaffrey. You have yourself uh, some tight ends and, and wide receiver DJ Moore, who may actually start looking like the fantasy football player that we drafted him to be. Robbie Anderson may look like the fantasy football player we drafted him to be. We'll see. Time will tell. Um, the last thing I wanted to get into before we start. Okay, can I chime in on that real quick, bro? Oh, definitely, real quick? definitely, definitely. Yeah, no, I, I I just saw that too. So thanks for bringing that up. Um, with Cam planned to be the starter, it kind of begs the question: Why did they get rid of him? Why did they treat him like they did to get rid of him? Now I'm not a Cam fan. I'm not a big fan. I think he's a good person. Um, he's a little weird for me how he dresses, but you know, at the end of the day, he is a talent. He is a good guy. He is a he is he is beloved to your point in Carolina, like he, they love him there. And he, and you can tell why he's infectious is that his, his personality and everything. So why did they try to sunset him so bad and not, you know, kind of give him the chance to, to latch onto a team and then all of a sudden just bring him back. It just kind of begs the question. And it's more speculation than anything. It's just, you you just could have saved yourself a couple of years. You just kept him there. You know, just kept him. It just didn't. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, I honestly understand that. You know, it, it's something that uh, I remember when the whole you know thing went down again. I sat here and I beat the drum uh, that Cam Newton needs to move on because again he was inaccurate with the football. He was sure. you know throwing up. He was he was passing the ball for fifty yards and. 
turning the ball over and, you know, but again, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to kind of see things from a different perspective. You never know what you have sometime until it's gone, um, you know, and can they end up catching on with another team and, you know, that didn't work out and he sat out the first half of the year and he managed to find his way back home. You know, the prodigal always, you know, comes back home. And a lot of times when that prodigal comes back home, it's a little better uh, because you appreciate it more. You appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, your, your, you know, what you had. You appreciate the fans. You, you know, you run up and you kind of kiss the, kiss the owner and, you know, you know, say thank you for this opportunity. And I think that's what Cam Newton is, is experiencing now. You know, he, he knows where to go. He knows where the best food spots are at. He knows where Robbie Anderson likes to, you know, likes to kick it. He knows where he likes to get his, you know, passes thrown. And, you know, the, the relationship between he and a lot of the people that are there is it, 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 not for him. So this this honestly, I thought it was a long shot, to be honest with you. But when the news came down that this is what ended up happening, I was like, yo, this is arguably the best thing to happen to both parties. The Panthers are in the thick of things here, and they need a, you know, a halfway decent quarterback. And Sam Darnold clearly wasn't getting it done. Right, and, and it kind um, of begs the question, serious. Um, who, what team is going to rule the day? <laughs> Not to say Matt rule, yeah. rule the day that they didn't sign him. I think the Saints yeah, are yeah. going to regret it. I think. I think they um, are too. I think the the Washington Football Team is a team that could possibly regret it because they're. With the with the way the playoffs are right now, they're still mathematically in the race. You know what I mean. Uh, um, so I think they're going to regret it. Um, I would think. I would think your Steelers could have probably taken a flyer on them too. Um, mm-hmm. I know with COVID just came down uh, with Ben, yeah. but I mean they could have used they could have used a couple of spot starts. Anything was better than Rudolph. Um, that situation. So, I mean, but I think the Saints are going to be the team that regrets it the most, that they didn't. I mean, Simeon and, and company is just not going to get it done. I think the biggest thing with the Saints um, is the fact that they sunk all that money in the in the hill and Simeon looked good that one time. And honestly, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. He didn't look bad Sunday either. Um I just don't think that Cam Newton fits the type of offense that Sean Payton likes to run. Um, right. But, again, you know, Tom will tell, man. Tom will definitely tell. Uh, call a number here is 929-477-2759. You got the next 45 minutes with your boys here, man. Definitely come on through and check us out. Um, last thing I wanted to get to before we started talking about these games, uh, these games that was, was unfortunately the injuries that took place um, on the field and before the games on Sunday, we had a plethora of different injuries that take place in the stadium. Um, Chase Young, gone for the year for the Washington football team, towards ACL. Uh, T.J. Watt, Pittsburgh Steelers, is dealing with a hip and a knee. Um, there's a couple other, you know, bumps and bruises associated with play. Um, you know, then we got a couple of guys that placed on the COVID list. Um, Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger on the COVID list. Uh, the Chargers placed Joey Bosa on the COVID list. Um, they placed another guy, I think Jerry Tillery, I believe he pronounced his name, on the COVID list. Uh, Aaron Rodgers came back from COVID list. Uh, Russell Wilson returned from injuries. So, I mean, there's so much going on as far as, you know, transactions, injuries, whatever the case may be. Um, what one particular injury kind of stood out to you um, as we kind of look ahead to uh, week 11? And again, you can talk about the Giants because Saquon returned um, mm-hmm. from injury and instructed to actually play this upcoming Monday against the 10-day Buccaneers, man. What, what injury kind of caught your eye or return kind of caught your eye as we get ready to turn the chapter on uh, week 11? I mean, it's, to me, it's obviously um... – it's obviously the Chase Young injury because, I mean, it was, you know, one of those non-contact. As soon as you went down, you knew exactly what happened. I mean, you didn't, it didn't take a rocket science to, scientist to figure that out, that, you know, that was going to be an ACL tear. It, it was um, – he's had a, a tough year. 
he's kind of struggled alongside that defense. Um, you know, he's kind of the engine as he goes, they go, and he really hadn't played particularly well. But to lose your best player on defense is um, is kind of um, it's kind of a, a gut punch. So. Uh, that was kind of the injury that stood out to me. I think the Steelers, obviously with Ben, you know, he might be able to come back, but I doubt it um, this week. That's that's a crusher because, it, you know, you guys are playing some some good football. And, um, you know, it's so funny, my neighbor, Steelers fan. So I, I pulled up on him and I was talking to him about it. He's like, well, why the hell isn't Haskins in there? You bring him in, and you starting this guy, Rudolph. I'm sick of this guy. He's not even a third-string backup in high school. Like, he was going off. Like, it was just insane. So, you know, I mean, I, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I, I, you know, they the Steelers desperately need uh, Ben to right the ship and to get back in, on track. Um, it looked like Baker, I don't know his status. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure. You know, he took a shot. Um, not sure if he, you know, I mean, Judon is a beast. He is playing unbelievable for the Patriots right now. Patriots are mm-hmm. one of the hotter teams in football. Um, he got a clean shot on him, and, and Baker just could not get on, get off the mat. Um, you know, after a good showing, after OBJ was released, um, you know, last week, you know, this Monday, not this past Sunday, was a humbling experience for the Browns. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they can weather the storm. I don't. I don't know if Baker is that guy, like you said, that can elevate this team. But he definitely gives them a good shot to win week in and week out. So, um, you know, that and the injury. I think it was Hunt. No, um, was it Hunt or Chubb? One of those guys. Uh, Might have been both of them. I don't know. They gotta have. They gotta have it. They can't. They can't go yeah. too yeah. far with those guys not um, that healthy. So yeah, those are the injuries that kind of stood out to me here. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I totally forgot about the Baker Mayfield thing because he, he's in Cleveland. I don't care much about Cleveland. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah Baker, Baker Mayfield got rocked, and according to what Stavansky said, he said that Baker Mayfield could have uh, returned to the ball game if the game was close. Um, clearly, mm-hmm. the game was not close. <laughs> um, right. You kind of hit on a little bit. We, we can talk about the Zoom and Patriots game. Um, later on, but yo, this, this is getting ridiculous. Watching Cleveland, um, a team who, again, and I can't, I'm gonna keep saying it. I'm gonna keep saying this. Everybody and their mother had this team winning the AFC North and competing for a Super Bowl. Everybody name mm-hmm. So I'm gonna keep reminding people of that until they listen to me. But I digress. Um, for me, um, I'm very, very fortunate and very, very blessed that the injury to TJ Watt wasn't significant. Uh, according to what mm-hmm. my comment said in today's press conference, uh, he'll keep the light on for him and see what takes place throughout the week. Um, but, you know, he's probably going to be listed day-to-day. It wouldn't shock me if he didn't play uh, Sunday night against the L.A. Chargers. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Obviously, the the, the big one for me, uh, being as though I live here, is the you know, Chase Young injury. Um, I shared a graphic that I caught off Twitter, but Chase Young got injured in the same location as part of the field where Alex Smith got hurt. Um, mm. And I believe it was I believe it was one other guy who got hurt at that same spot. Um, so it, it's very, very unfortunate. Joe Theismann? Um, was it Joe Theismann? Ryan Fitzpatrick, excuse me. Ryan All right, Patrick, okay. Chase Young and Alex Smith got, got injured at the same location. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's something about that, that spot, what, um, prayers up for Chase Young. Um, and I, and I, I said this, uh, talking to a local radio host here, um, it's very, very possible that that, that injury to Chase Young may be a blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. the thing is when Washington went down, uh, when, when, excuse me, when we all went down, the rest of that defense stepped this game up. And so many times in sports, we, we depend on, uh, rely so much on the superstar to carry us, mm-hmm. to carry them that, you know, other players kind of lax off, but they locked in literally. This, the, the West Ford team is one of the worst defenses in professional sports. And they managed to hold the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to 19 points. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So 
Um, we'll see what happens. And again, the Washington football team got a tough matchup this week playing on the road against the Carolina Panthers. But I digress. And without further ado, uh, we can start talking about these games, man. Uh, the first game yep. I wanted to actually talk about, the first thing I wanted to talk about with you, man, uh, was actually the one that started the week off, the Thursday night matchup, where the Miami Dolphins uh, pulled off the upset and beat the Baltimore Ravens 22-10, to in which, you know, Jacoby Brissett started the ball game, got hurt, got pulled, the, the backup quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa, which was the starter, came in and, and kind of righted the ship, so to speak. Uh, the defense for the Miami Dolphins was able to generate significant pressure um, on, on Lamar Jackson, ended up stacking them four times, turning them over uh, once. Um, but the Baltimore Ravens just looked out of sync, uh, only managing uh, 10 points. What were your thoughts uh, when you watched that game last Thursday night? Um, does this say more about the Miami Dolphins? Um and less about Baltimore, or did Baltimore just lay an egg and Miami is exactly who we thought they were? Um, you know, I think Baltimore laid an egg. I, and I, I, I think, you know, it, it happens. Listen, it, it, it's a long season. You're going to have games like that. Um, you know, I think they've kind of been flirting with the danger. I, I noted it. I, I actually picked the Ravens um, in, in, the, my, uh, in my Survivor Pool uh, article as one of the teams that I would take. So it was kind of disappointing to see them lose because, but I noted, I said, they're a risky pick because they've been flirting with that danger for the last few weeks, right? They were down really big to the, to the Vikings and the Colts and pulled those games out. So they were bound to lose a game like this. And I think they needed a game like this to lose. They needed that kind of, I don't know. They needed that, that game where it, it they didn't get saved because, you know, you know, like I know, you can play bad, but when you get a win, you still feel good, right? When you play bad and you lose, it's a different feeling. And I think they needed that to kind of right the ship, to kind of get them in order to get, I think, the defense. The defense got gashed a little bit, and I think the offensively, when they're not running the football, it, it's tough. It's tough for them, right? So um, I think they need to kind of get back to basics, get back to the drawing board. Harbaugh is a really good coach. I don't think he gets enough credit for how good of a coach he is. I think he's going to get them going and, and get the ship righted. So, um, listen, Tua came in and played really well. I, I'm happy for him because I think we kind of um, crushed him a little bit on, on our shows a little bit. Um, not me. I, I, I'm not a believer in Tua. I don't think he's a scrub. But I, it was good to see him come in when, you know, they didn't expect him to play. The finger was probably still bothering him and, and really kind of came in and, and saved this team, especially with all the rumors of uh, uh, trade rumors going around him. So, um, this is a good win by Miami. Not going to mean much in the grand scheme of things, but uh, I think Baltimore needed this loss to kind of get them back, in, in, get their mind back in, in focus. You know, I, I think the biggest thing for me – and, again, I'm going to agree with you to a certain extent. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think the Ravens laid an egg here, but I think he hit the nail on the head. You know, this is a team that has literally flirted with, with, with danger all year. Um, and I got friends of mine who are Ravens fans, and, you know, I talk to a lot of them on a regular basis, and they always feel as though you're never really out of a game because you have Lamar Jackson on your team. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's arguably one of, you know, arguably, he's a cheat code, literally. He's a cheat code. Um, <laughs> and so one, one of the things that I like about what I saw from Miami, I thought of, you know, watching the Ravens get smacked around a little bit, was the fact that, they stood toe-to-toe with him and didn't blink. Um, he literally, he, he ran the ball. He was the leading rusher for 39 yards. The Miami Dolphins literally outgained him by two-to-one. They turned the ball over. They, they turned him over uh, twice. Um, passing wasn't, wasn't there. Um, you know, they, they, they were highly penalized. I mean, as, Everything that you could do to lose the game, essentially the Baltimore Ravens did, um, right. and the Miami Dolphins <clears throat> didn't, you know, didn't, didn't let it let it slip away. 
Um, again, we saw the Monday night game where they played the Indianapolis Colts. It slipped away. We saw what happened, you know, with the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions had that game won. slipped away. Um, there, there, there are so many times when the Minnesota Vikings had that game won. slipped away. Um, when you play these upper echelon teams like the Baltimore Ravens, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Buccaneers, you know, those, those types of teams, if, if you have them down, essentially you have to literally keep them down. If you let them have a, a little bit of source of life, you know, something happens and all of a sudden the momentum shifts and all of a sudden the, the, the battle is really, really on at that point. Uh, so salute to the Miami Dolphins for getting that win there. The next game I wanted to talk about, my guys, um, again, I really don't want to talk too much about Cleveland, New England, Buffalo beat up on the Jets. Um, I'm going to come right where I live, man. The, the, this tie that took place in Pittsburgh, the Detroit Lions in the Pittsburgh Steelers tied up at 16. Um, what were your thoughts as you watched that game Sunday? Obviously, myself and TP being a Steelers and Lions fan, respectively. Um, but what were your thoughts as you watched that game unfold? I didn't watch the game. I'm going to be honest with you. I was at a birthday party, um, Dad Duty uh, 101. But I, I didn't see the highlights. <laughs> I, did, I did see the highlights um, And the Steelers they, they lost that game I mean they didn't do anything To win that game in my opinion The turnovers um, The mental mistakes um, Were a killer I, I, I mean you know my, like I said you know, People lamented about uh, Rudolph's performance I don't know why he was out there But uh, Harris had a good game. They ran the ball well. I think the defense, for the most part, kept them in the ball game. Um, but they just had so many opportunities to walk it back and, and get out of there with a win and just get out of that, that That's the optimal term, get out of there with a win. And they fumbled it away. Every chance you can get, they fumbled it away. Um, it, it, it's a frustrating it's a frustrating tie. I want to say loss because it, it didn't feel like they, it definitely didn't feel like they won the game. And it definitely didn't feel like uh, they, you know, a tie was, you know, was anything. And it's funny, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, the coach um, and Najee Harris, you know, Campbell and Harris said, you know, I didn't know you could tie in this game, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, um, everybody makes a big deal out of that. Cause it sounds like, Oh, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. You no, know, nah, th- who cares? Like, dude, um, and you know what? I'm kind of sick of ties. Um, I know they don't hurt you. They, they're better than a loss. Um, but, I, you know, I just, the, the, the overtime rules kind of bug me. You know what I mean? Like, um, I like the fact that if you kick a field goal, you don't get to win the game. But then you shorten the time, right? It's like 10-minute quarter. I mean, you only get one quarter. I, you know, I, I, I like the college, you know, I like college, how they kind of do it, even though – I, I, getting the ball at the twenty yard line kind of bugged me, or or what, or thirty, whatever, wherever they get the ball. But I mean, at least you know you don't have you. You're not getting out of there with a tie. I, you know, I feel like it's just such a slap in the face sometimes with the pros. But again, the Steelers, you could probably lament on it more because I, I mean, I saw what I saw. I didn't see the whole game, but it was just. It, it's disappointing. You know, it's a game that they should have had. They needed to get that win um, looking down the road, you know what I mean, with the games that they're going to have coming up. Um, you know, like, you, you, you're not circling games, but, I mean, you definitely want to get uh, get out of there with a win, right? Because you got the Chargers, the Bengals, who knows what you got. You got the Ravens coming up. You still play the Ravens twice, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just uh-huh. – that's just not – you've got to get that. You've got to get that win, especially with Baltimore getting the L. You could have taken first place or at least been tied. You've got to get that win. Yeah. You've got to get that win. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to make this very, very short and sweet uh, because I, I do have a, a finger food to the core later, and I'm really mm-hmm. about to go in on, on the finger food episode. But with that being said, I am disgusted at what I saw. Um, we, 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 we didn't want to win that game. Mm. We, we didn't want to win that game at all. Um, 
we were outcoached, in my opinion. We were outplayed, mm. in my opinion. Um, I really feel as though had that been any other team, that would have went down in, as a loss. We we got blessed that it was the Detroit Lions, and the, and the Detroit Lions can't even lose or, or, or they, they they can't even tie correctly. Like go go get you a win, go get you a win. Um, I think Jared Goff needs to hang up and stop playing football forever. Um, I think mm-hmm. that if the Detroit Lions had an a halfway decent quarterback, and again, I'm not saying anything that's not been proven or uh, that TP that the Lions fan here would uh, would disagree with. Um, Jared Goff is the worst. Jared Goff is the worst. Um, wow. I don't like a lot of things that took place in this ball game, but again, I, I'm, I'm saving a lot because I'm about to record a podcast uh, after this um, about this particular game. But we're five, three, and one. Well, five, three, and one. Right. You know. And, and um, but you know what? Give give the games. Lions a little credit, though. Serious. I, I hate to cut you off. Sorry about that. I mean, they played hard. Um, Swift looks like a football player. I think they finally got him running back there. Um, to your point, yeah, golf is uh, – I don't know what you do with that guy, but, you know, Lions played well. Again, I, I, again, I, I, I said the Lions – I said golf is the problem. Here's the thing, like, the Detroit mm. Lions tried. They they, they tried. Mm-hmm. They, they really, really tried. As a matter of fact, their head coach started calling plays and doing some unbalanced lines and made things extremely, extremely difficult um, for us. You know, they ran the ball at an alarming clip, at an alarming clip. They turned us over three times, um, yeah. you know. But, again, if there was ever a game where Mason Rudolph should have been able to go in there and get a win, that was it. And, again, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to let y'all peek behind the curtain for a minute. I don't think this game is on Mason Rudolph. Hmm. Mason Rudolph is not to blame here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, um, again, stay tuned. That that, that that episode is going to drop tomorrow. But that being said, um, I wanted to move on um, to another game, which was the Washington football team uh, at home knocking off the defending champions 29 to 19. And I'm going to be painfully honest with you, the score was really not indicative of how bad the Tampa Bay Bucks got beat. Uh, Washington mm-hmm. just punched them in the mouth and kept punching them. Um, I mean, Tom Brady threw two interceptions within the first three passes he threw. Um, but what were your thoughts as you watched this game? Where I know you was on Daddy Duty, they may not have watched it. Um, but looking back on it, what were your thoughts when you take a look at this ball game here? I got to tell you, so I, I, I was at the party. Um, I was at the uh, bowling alley, and they had these big screens in front of the bowling lanes. And, of course, the only game that was on TV was the Bills and Jets. So I got punished twice. Not only did I not get to sit in my, my man cave and watch football on my big screen TV, I had to sit and watch the Jets. <laughs> but listen, um, I caught I caught most of the highlights. Um, here's the deal: the the Bucks are not playing good football right now, and and what's worse about it is they had a bye. Serious, they had a bye week. They had two weeks to prepare for this game, and they still laid a, a massive egg. I think they laid a worse egg than the Ravens did because this is now three weeks, two games of this team unfocused, undisciplined, and just. You know what it is, and I, it's more than kind of being asleep at the wheel because you you brought back all 22 starters, so, you know, you have no real excuse for chemistry or anything like that. It's this, they, These two teams are a bad matchup for the Bucks. They can't beat the Saints. They beat them only once out of four games, right? And now you have the, the, the Washington football team who played them really tough last year in the playoffs – because they're physical up front, they can they can get pressure and get Tom Brady off of his spot, right? Um, so that's the recipe, right? It's, there's teams that can do that effectively, like the Rams did against the Bucks. The the Bucks the Bucks are going to have trouble. They're going to have trouble with these teams. So I think it part of it is 
the the matchup. Washington and the Saints are a bad matchup for the Bucks, but a part of it is to Bruce Arians' point. They play bad, dumb football, and they just are asleep at the wheel. And I think they need to turn it on like the Ravens do. I think the Ravens were not. I think the Ravens are a little bit of a different animal. I think the Bucks are complacent. I don't think they see the sense of urgency. And now they're coming up against my Giants without JPP, without Vita. Um, they got some injuries on the defensive line. They and the secondary still hasn't really figured it out, right? Serious, like they they had all the injuries early in the season. They still kind of haven't figured it out. There, I think I I'm not pounding the panic button, but I'm looking at the Bucks like I don't know, I don't know. Hopefully they can turn around by the playoffs, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you hit on a bunch of things that I definitely agree with. Since Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensively um, are are a mess right now. Honestly, the the, the front is is not generating pressure. Their secondary is still one of the worst in football. Um, And, again, you had two weeks to prepare. Uh, Both of these teams come off a bye. um, And, honestly, Tom Brady looked like he was asleep at the will, essentially. Um, And, again, I – I'm not even looking towards the panic button um, for for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. Uh, the the mm-hmm. moment I start saying, you know what, you know Tampa Bay's in trouble or Tom Brady's, you know falling off a cliff or Father Tom's going to catch up with them, he he goes on and wins another championship. So I'm gonna try something different and something op- opposite. Tom Brady's the best player in the world. Um, you know they're gonna win the rest of the games and. Wink, 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 wink. You know, that's, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, if, if, there, if there was ever a, a, a team or a situation where I trusted it, it would be Tom Brady. And I said this to mm-hmm. a buddy of mine, um, this, this this Monday night game is interesting. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. the, the Giants are coming off a bye. Um, you know, they, they do also kind of play extremely physical like Washington does. Uh, you guys are getting some pieces back. Um, you know, I, I do believe Kadarius Tony's plan. I do believe that, uh, you know, Saquon may be able to start the game. Who knows if he'll finish it. Um, mm-hmm. he, 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 may, he may get a hangnail, putting on the cleats, and, you know, not be able to play. But whatever. He, I expect him to be in the building. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll see what happens, man. But. This Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, um, I, I think took one took one for granted, and it came back to bite them in the butt. So we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, the next game I wanted to talk about um, was again I, I don't like to talk about blowouts, but the significance of this uh, needs to be mentioning needs to be mentioned. The Kansas City Chiefs on uh, Sunday Night Football uh, looked like the Kansas City Chiefs of old and blew out the division opponent. Uh, 41 to 14, uh, in which Patrick Mahomes threw five touchdowns. Uh, they were able to pretty much bully ball the the Las Vegas Raiders. And again, I said this, um, you know, on, on the brunch, you know, Sunday mornings, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern here on Sports TV Chefs, famous plug. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> yeah, I swagger, I swagger, that from you. But anyway, (laughs) um, you know what I'm saying? Um, This this Raiders team, honestly, has dealt with so much this year. Um, You know, I I, I didn't think they would be able to pull this off. Um, And, again, y'all beat the Raiders before y'all went on y'all bye week. So this is the second time the Raiders have lost um, in, in two weeks, and it doesn't really get any easier for them going forward. Um, and I do believe they have – take a look here. They have the Bengals uh, coming up next week, and the Bengals are coming off a bye. Um, and with how the AFC North is looking, I wonder if the Bengals are going to be able to to, 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 to do something um, in that particular matchup. But what were your thoughts 
um, as you watch the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, Las Vegas Raiders Sunday night. I'm sure you were back from your bowling alley at that point. Yeah, I was back uh, in the house, in the heezy. Um, you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Raiders being more disappointing than the Chiefs being, like, what what would you say, dominant? Um, Raiders did not look good against the Giants, and they looked even worse against the um, against the Chiefs. I think they're so helter skelter, so up and down. I think they go as as Carr goes, and Carr, you know, has those games where he looks really good, and then he has those games where he looks like totally lost. Um, the defense had trouble kind of putting the um, putting the reins over um, on, on Patrick Mahomes. But I, I, I got to give Patrick Mahomes credit because I think Sunday night was the first game I've seen him probably this year take what the defense gave him. And I think we've mentioned it on shows together and, and on, sun, on the Sunday brunch. He – refuses to take the short routes, the underneath route, the dump passes. He wants to be hero ball, make the crazy throws, throw into two deep safeties and, and make plays. No, just take what the defense gives you, throw the underneath pass, and live to to play another day, right? So I got to give him credit that he did that, um, you know, against the Raiders. You know, now this is what? three straight wins for the Chiefs after everybody wrote them off. So uh, really, you know, you know, listen, nothing heals like a win, right? So it was good to get that win, good to get the monkey off your back, et cetera, et cetera. I, I look at Mahomes' performance as really, really pivotal. I think um, their willingness to run the ball, they, they just had under 100 yards rushing. So I think running the ball kind of helped them a little bit, but, Travis Kelsey really having a good game really helped. He he has been lost all season. I don't think anybody – I was like, earth to Travis Kelsey, do you remember you're one of the best tight ends in the league? So it was good to see him have a good game. Williams had a good game catching the ball out of the backfield. If they can get that kind of production out of those guys, I think this team is really dangerous. And I, I, I watched um, – I always watch First Take and, and Undisputed in all our shows. And one thing that they said, um, you know, with the Patriots being such a dominant, you know, team because of their head coach, there's no elite quarterback in the AFC with pedigree or playoff experience like Mahomes. I mean, Josh Allen's a really good quarterback. He's he's only, what, one and one in his playoffs. You know, you're looking at um, – you look you're looking at guys like – uh, Lamar Jackson just got his first win. You know, Tannehill, he's got some wins, but he hasn't won the big one to at least get to the Super Bowl. You look up and down that list, you know, Big Ben's a little old and long in the tooth. Patrick Mahomes, if he gets in the playoffs, he's dangerous. So that's what the, that's what the Chiefs have to focus on, just get into the playoffs. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, we, was, we, 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 we were smashing the panic button um, you know, when, when, when the Chiefs were, were, you know, one and three and whatnot. And um, people not to make a big to-do about um, who's the engine that, you know, drives the train and who's the drink, who's the straw that stirs the drink. And I, I would honestly say, uh, looking at the Kansas City Chiefs, it, it, it's not Patrick Mahomes, it's not Tyreek Hill, it's Travis Kelsey. I think if Travis Kelsey is involved, I think if Travis Kelsey – is made a focal point. Um, mm-hmm. This whole Chiefs team goes because if, if you look at it, look, look at the game. You know, the first four or five passes Patrick Mahomes threw was to Travis Kelsey. He didn't even he didn't look Travis Kelsey's way. He looked at Travis Kelsey. Right. And I think if you're able to get Travis Kelsey involved, the secondary and those linebackers have to play him honestly, which opens up the deep shots which he initially started taking. Um, another another area that I wanted to bring uh, to our attention as we as we break this one down a little bit was the defense played significantly better. You know, the defense honestly was the the, the worst part of this team for the longest time, um, and they managed to hold 
the Raiders to 50 yards rushing collectively. Derek Carr, you know, ended up turning the ball over. They sapped him twice. Made things extremely, extremely difficult uh, for the to, for the Vegas Raiders. Um, so this Kansas City Chiefs defense, uh, in my opinion, needs as much credit as that offense uh, for what they were able to do on Sunday night. Uh, Caller number is nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. We got about nine minutes and some change left, and I gotta talk about this Monday night matchup that we saw yesterday, where the Los uh, Angeles Raiders uh, got shellacked by division opponent in the San Francisco Forty Niners. Um, <clears throat> for starters, I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming, and I should have. You know, this is a San Francisco mm-hmm. team that has literally owned the, the Raiders over the last couple of times that they played them. The Rams, um, it doesn't the Rams, matter whether, Yeah, excuse me, the Rams. I was just talking about the Raiders. They, they've owned the Rams <laughs> the last time they played them. Um, you know, it, it doesn't matter where they play them at. They, they've owned them. Um, and, again, Styles make fights and – the San Francisco 49ers are in-your-face, smash-mouth, we're-going-to-line-up-and-punch-you uh, type of team, and, and the Rams are, are, are the pretty boys. They like to counter, like to show up with, the, with all the gear on and, and everything coordinated, and I'm going to show up my fancy new toy and, and Von Miller and Odell Beckham, and, you know, that, that, that nothing's wrong with that, but San Fran didn't care. They, they, they did not care. They came off the bus. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was 15 for 19. This brother threw under 20 times. They ran the ball down their throat with Debo Samuel, Elijah Mitchell, and Jeff Wilson and dared the Rams to beat them, and they couldn't get it done. Uh, What were your thoughts watching uh, the Monday night game uh, as it unfolded yesterday? You know what? It's it's kind of like – they knew it was coming. They knew what they, they could do, right? You knew what the 49ers were going to do. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Punch them in the mouth. And I, I swear for the life of me, they just couldn't do anything. They couldn't stop it. And that goes to game planning. That goes to scheming. Um, the Rams' defense, they're physical. they can be physical, but they're a little bit too finesse for me sometimes. If they don't go in and start shoring up the defensive line, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a big problem come playoff time. I think they miss a guy like Adobe Sue that can, you know, really control the line of scrimmage with Donald. Um I you know, it's it, it's frustrating to me that they they knew what the Forty Niners were gonna do. They knew that, you know, listen, this the scheme is misdirection runs and jet sweeps and all that fine. But you know they're gonna run the ball and you still can't do it. You can't stop it. That's a problem for me. Like and that goes to the coach. I mean, Sean McVay is supposed to be this genius wonder kid and you, you can't stop it. You can't figure out a way to stop it. What are we doing? It's the second kind of disappointing loss for the Rams this season where I'm looking at like, oi, what are we doing? You know, it's like, I don't know. And, and you got, you got, yeah, and it, you got Stafford back there to throw you out of these type of games where you have like, you, you had golf last year. If you didn't, if the run game wasn't going, if you weren't able to get up in the game, like get like a couple, couple scores early to get the lead, you have you had to have golf throwing you back in the game. And he wouldn't do it. You got Stafford there, and he was throwing picks, and you're just not you're just not putting him in the right situation to. to I I just don't get it. I don't get it with the Rams. They're frustrating. They could be one of the best teams in in the in NFC, and they could also be very frustrating like, in a game like this. You know, for for me, I, I will say this. You know, again, Styles makes fights. Okay, and yeah. the last two games that the LA Rams have played, they played two of the more physical type of teams that they're gonna see. You know, they they played the Tennessee Titans, a team that literally will run the football forty times, beat you in the mouth, and dare you to change. Uh, the, the, the San Francisco 49ers, same situation, ran the ball, 
44 times yesterday. 44 times they ran the football. You know how many times the LA Rams ran the football? 10. There were 10 called wow. rushes by the LA Rams. So there's a discrepancy there. You know, when 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 when, right. when you're not, you know, controlling the time of possession and you're not scoring points and, you know, again, we're going to look at Matthew Stafford's two and a, two and a such. I think the first one, you know, he threw, you know, he and Odell was on the same page and the second one he threw, I can't even put that on him. The ball hit tight end in his hands and he, he, he didn't catch it and it popped up and the guy got it. You know, I, you can't put that on Matthew Stafford. But uh, unfortunately, situations that they're dealt, you know what I'm saying? The defense, you know, was getting out of position. Um, Shanahan called a great game. He had Debo mm-hmm. lined up as a running back. He, he had Debo outside. You know, they, the, the L.A. Rams couldn't tackle anybody. Yeah, it, it was a bad it was a bad look if you're an L.A. Rams fan. Before we get out of here, Zillman, I definitely wanted to spin the wheel ahead and kind of look forward to uh, the games that are – a couple of games that are coming up. Um, obviously, excluding your particular game uh, on Monday night, uh, what game were you looking forward to seeing um, in week number 11? Uh, I mean, obviously, the G-Men, you know, um, which kind of kills me because it's like, oh, man, I just want them to – just want to lose so that, you know, we can get rid of Gettleman, right? You know, I just I can't take that right, right, right. anymore. <laughs> but listen, um, you know, I'm kind of curious about the, the Thursday game. I want to see the Patriots. Um, I, I, I think, you know, dangerous team right now, four straight wins. Um, look out for them. Um, there's a couple games. I The Bills and Colts kind of intrigue me. I think the, the Bills – and the Colts are getting um, getting some contributions from Pittman and company. I think they're a good team. The Bills got right. You know, listen, everybody gets back on the right track against the Jets. Oh, FYI, Jet fans, you can lay off of the Matt White uh, conversation. He ain't, he ain't uh, Zach Wilson. Everybody at the six quarters, everybody <laughs> wanted Matt White to be the next coming of Aaron Rodgers. Get lost with that. Miss me with that one. But um, I think the Bills and Col- <laughs> I had to say because like you, it's nauseating around here. Like everybody was like Zach. I believe you shouldn't have drafted him. We should have. We should have got. You know, we could keep. The- Get lost. Miss me with that. So I like that. I like that matchup. Packers Vikings is going to be a very interesting game. I like what the Packers did coming back with that game against the uh, Seattle uh, Seahawks. Um, you know, listen, the Packers might be the class of the, the league right now. So I'm looking at that game. But obviously, the, the, the game of the week for me, Cowboys and Chiefs, I think it, uh, if it, that's yeah. going to be the measuring stick. I think if the Chiefs are really back and they can take care of business at home against a really good Cowboys team, I think now you're putting the league on notice. So I, I think that's the game. All right, so I'm gonna take my game off the uh, off the ledger here because obviously I'm gonna be focused on that one. Um, That's a big game, though. That's a big game. It's a huge game. It's a huge game. Big Ben may not play. Both teams are coming off embarrassing uh, showings, Um, so it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be an interesting game, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the, the couple that come to mind for me, and I mentioned earlier, Washington going on the road to Carolina. you know, both teams coming off impressive victories. Um, both teams looking to kind of rewrite some, you know, wrongs that, that, that were done. Ron Rivera playing against uh, Cam Newton again. Uh, the, the next game I'm looking at, obviously, you know, Kansas City and Dallas. But this Arizona versus Seattle game is important to me. Um, you know, it's a divisional opponent. Uh, both teams are coming off with embarrassing losses, and I believe both teams have something to prove. You've got about 60 seconds left, Dylan, man. Go ahead and give us a plug and a close out as we shut down the kitchen here on the yeah, NFL. Uh, yeah, listen, love doing the free-for-all with you, Sirius. Uh, always a fun hour. Um, get to the website, sportscityshefs.com. Uh, we got articles going up. I'll have a couple going up pretty soon. Um you know, maybe today or tomorrow. Finger foods get to the YouTube channel for Sports City Chefs. Um, we're gonna have some finger foods going up pretty soon. Uh, shout out to the big homie and, uh, TP and the rest of the staff, um, Dave, Mike, uh, and company. So 
are always doing big things there. But um, get the merchandise. We got a lot of things popping. And a uh, sh- special shout-out to CEV Sports. We did a live show with on Friday. It was a lot of fun, and I'm sure we're going to be doing a lot more of that. So, um, yeah, love doing the show with you, Sirius. Thanks for having me, bro. No doubt, man. And, man, before we got here, man, it's your boy, Sirius, up in that 412 and a 3. Such a pleasure to be here, man. Check out the finger foods like my man Barry alluded to. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming down local, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. With that being said, tell a friend to tell a friend. It's the chefs again. If they don't know, now nah, they know. We out. Ow. <laughs> sports city, sports city, chef, chef, sports city, sports city, chef, chef, sports city, sports city, chef, chef, sports city, sports city, chef. Kaboom, sports city chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman verse, MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the sports city chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Sports City, Sports City, Chef, Chef, Sports City, Sports City, Chef, 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 Chef,